hot for episode hot. Roster horn, but I did. I don't have my roster horn. Like it's something I carry with me. I mean, the soundboard that played that. That's so funny. Wait, let's leave a moment. Yeah, for Colin, our fearless editor, to put in some sound. Uh, play it, Colin. Congratulations! Woo! That was fun. There Good we go. Job. Exactly what I needed. Susie, how are you doing? Good. I'm happy to be here. I yes. am excited to record. It's 400 episodes. That's really hard to believe. I know we talk about it a lot, and we're always like, can you believe? But really, but it's 400 an accomplishment. Episodes. 400 episodes. I was just learning this because wow. as a, I own a podcast network, so I deal with a lot of shows, but where we host the shows, there's a default setting in the server where it limits to a hundred episodes just because they assume no one's going to get there. <laughs> and so, uh, I just realized that we are like, well, over that, four times ridiculous. the allowed amount. <laughs> They're like, shut yeah. up. It's like when your iPhone is like, you're going to need to buy more data to cover the, They're like, you, you bitches have been talking too much. You're going to need to upgrade your account because we can't store all yeah, this Yeah, you're going to need the professional yeah. annoying level. Yes. <laughs> Correct. Oh, but I'm so happy to be spending. I'm proud of us. I was going to be say to, to be spending this 400th episode with you, but who the hell else would I be spending yeah. it with? Oh, it's me, my you, gosh. Bo, and Lava. And you know what? Slash For 400, Mr. I'm drinking wine. So... <laughs> It's going to be fun. It's happening. Yes. The other day, uh, uh, I went out to dinner with my aunt, and I was telling her about my schedule the next day and uh, telling her that, you know, I have some clients and then I have the podcast. And she was like, Do you see your clients like a- after or before the podcast? And I was like, Oh, I see, you know, sometimes I see them before and then sometimes yeah. I have them afterwards. And I had to, afterwards, I was like, we don't always drink wine. Like, yeah. I, this, I don't drink wine. It's very unusual, actually. That we drink wine. Yeah. I know. And I th- there was like the assumption. I was like, you know that I just don't like go and that's not what I do. Did and, she act like she did? Oh, yeah, no, 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 it's fine. You know, yeah. but I could tell that that was what she was like. And I was Scratching her head. Yeah, no, I go and I do my job and then I go and do my other job. And mm-hmm. then when, you know, the end of the day rolls around, even if that's 11 p.m., then we pop the cork. Yeah. But right. for episode 400... I got, right. a, I got a clear schedule the rest of the yeah, day. Yeah, let's cheers. Yay, cheers. cheers to 400 Ooh, more. To 400 more. You guys more. are so fucking oh stuck with us. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Delicious. Yeah. But it's kind of like at this point, it's like oh, I always go to like Law & Order episodes like or numbers where if they took away SVU, I don't know what I would do. <laughs> so if I f- hope people for Brain Candy feel like that. They're like 400 episodes, I don't know what I would do if they took oh, it away. Oh, I really hope so. Yeah, I like being that for people. I do too. I love our community. I have a lot of fun on our uh, social as well. People are very funny on our page and say funny comments. Oh, they're so funny. And I thank you all for listening and for being a part of our Brainiac community. Yes, because it really does feel like one. It feels like the perfect place where I get to be 100% myself, which is like silly and irreverent but also sometimes nerdy like when you said in the past episode people are just gonna have to deal with this right now this is just us talking yeah, about how yeah. much we love our, yeah sorry just, yep deal with it um <laughs> how you were talking about how i never get nerdier or more excited when i'm talking about nature stuff and yeah. how like and that was like i didn't write anything down for that that wasn't like something that was just me and i was like how fun that i get to 
talk about stuff I really love, share it with other people, and maybe like somebody gets else gets excited out there about it or whatever. How lucky are we? Super lucky. And whenever like life gets you down, yeah. which at this moment it can, oh you know, I'm God. don't dealing with a lot of stress, as yeah. is Sarah. Yeah. But this is my respite. Yes. This is the break from the hell. Yeah. And that's a lucky thing because not everybody has that, a, an outlet, yeah. and, um, a creative endeavor, whatever. And so I feel really lucky. I hope listeners can feel like that too, that even just, you know, a few, a couple weeks ago or so, I posted something that was like, need, a, need to relax in traffic, like chill out with a brain candy podcast. Because like, even if I can just make your drive a little bit more enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the commute or your time at the gym or like a lot of people do it while they're breastfeeding. They'll listen to a show. Oh, I love that. In the middle of the night when you have, oh, it's painful. You're sitting there. I can, I feel it. Like I feel I'm going back to it. Yeah. When you're up in the middle of the night, you are a zombie. Yeah. And you have to just stay awake because somebody's on your teat. You just got to listen to something. You do. Yeah, that's perfect. Or whatever, but yeah. And so a lot of people are in those positions and i say thank you for including me in the intimate yes. moments of your life oh my god my heart mm-hmm. i love it we're so lucky yes mm-hmm. um you know who else sounds lucky but maybe isn't lucky <laughs> this uh woman who doctors diagnosed as the first case of someone who pees alcohol no yes isn't that interesting yeah so this woman goes into the hot <laughs> yes you're like go on no i just can't I'm trying to think, what yes. could this be? So this woman goes into the hospital, and <laughs> she has been suffering with liver problems for a significant amount of time. Yeah. And she has diabetes and cirrhosis of the liver, and that's often associated with heavy alcohol use. But doctors were like, she claimed, she was like, I don't touch the stuff. I really don't drink alcohol. I mean, I have a glass of wine here or there, but I'm telling you, I don't drink it. Yeah. So the doctor didn't believe her. And right, were, I hate. They didn't. God they were like, damn mm, it, you guys! Sure. So they like encouraged her to seek treatment. She's like, fine, I'll go. I won't drink any wine for however long. She said, they were like a month or something. They told her to seek yes. treatment. Yes. Some of the and and so they even after seeking, you know, after she stopped all the, drinking at all, she was still showing up as like her her urine. Uh, analysis was still showing up with alcohol so this is crazy they noted that the test results had ethyl gluconoride and ethyl sulfate that some they were substances that were produced by the breakdown of alcohol those were negative so that she had positive alcohol but not the components that were needed to break it down so they were able to say something's going on in your liver that's turning it, it so it wasn't showing up in her blood but mm-hmm. it was showing up in her urine so, so she her didn't blood have, alcohol content was zero, zero but her urine tested Good. positive for alcohol yeah so she was like this is this is the first time that they've ever seen a case like this so they eventually took a closer look at the pee and they discovered that the woman's bladder had become colonized with a strain of yeast called candina glabratea that's part of the normal human flora that's closely related to brewer's yeast and so basically her bladder had <gasps> turned in it. yes <gasps> turned into a brewing she system. should start a company right just pee. and then i think about all those oh, people who like pee, drink their own pee to cure cancer wouldn't it have been great if it were alcoholic so if you did drink it i know this sounds silly but you, if you would get drunk yes because it turns it it has the ingredient yes you'd probably have to drink but it would get drunk yes <gasps> 
That's yep. cuckoo. They took the samples of the yeast, they placed it in a petri dish under certain conditions, and watched whether it fermented. Lo and behold, the sample produced alcohol. So it appears the woman's bladder had effectively acted like a boozy brewery. To make oh alcohol, whether it's beer, hard liquor, you need water and sugar paired with yeast in the absence of oxygen. And so the anaerobic conditions in her uterus make the yeast fermentation of the sugars into alcohol and carbon dioxide. The woman's urine contains sugars as a symptom of report poorly controlled diabetes it was like a perfect storm so there was sugar in there because of the t- diabetes oh and paired God, with the yeast that right. colonized in her bladder she's they were, making wine in her they were ideal conditions for the whatever. fermentation of alcohol <gasps> isn't that freaking crazy how and old is she Do they you called know? it an auto brewery effect that is never before seen in the bladder <gasps> but it was sometimes documented in the digestive system isn't that crazy Yes. You know what's interesting? It didn't say how old she was. I'm looking at it and it doesn't say. What do you suppose? 50? Uh, yeah. Oh, 61 year old. 61. Yeah, I was going to guess 58. Yeah. Something like that. We're almost like Older, the age but not of. Yes, super old. The age where if you were a regular alcohol drinker, the the symptoms of cirrhosis and liver problems would start to manifest and cause like problems to make you then go to the hospital and you see do you think she's had this her whole life i I think that she's had this when the bacteria was uh introduced so however long that back that strain of yeast has been in her body you don't think it was she was born that way well she somehow with any sort of bacteria it has to be introduced you're born into like a i didn't know that actually the same way like they're saying that Having a cesarean section and not passing through the vaginal canal limits the exposure to certain bacteria that then help your immune system and especially your gastrointestinal system later. And so it could have been that she maybe was a C-section, she didn't get that, or or she she somehow picked up another strain of, you know, because there are a ton of different strains of these like, like candida, like yeast is like a yeast infection is not just one thing. It could be like hundreds of different strains of this. So sometimes if it's like reoccurring, you have to like get it tested further to find out what the specific one is. Some can be cured with one type, like an antifungal. Some need like something else. Like there are different things that that react to this. And she had one that they just didn't test for. And I don't know how it doesn't say how she developed this, but. You they probably don't even know. That. Yeah, I wouldn't know either. How strange. I wonder when it started, when but, her body yeah. started producing alcohol. But also there's something about diabetes and like also like yeast being more predisposed to like yeast infections, things like that, and wherever they exist on the body, whether that's the skin or mm-hmm. anywhere mm-hmm. you can get that like an overgrowth because it's like related to sugar and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. So she was just like the perfect Petri dish for this to happen. Isn't that crazy? It's crazy. Right. I cannot believe it. Oh, I'm going to need to know more. (laughs) Yeah. Well, uh, I don't produce alcohol, but I do drink it. And then, you know, your teeth get red. It's a whole thing. You got to brush that. Yes. With your Quip toothbrush. Yes. You know what I mean? Uh Get all of that. Why? Oh, I just replaced my head for my toothbrush, and that is my favorite. You are right; that's my favorite part because it's a it's a spiritual ritual experience. Where so Quip will send you a replacement head for your electronic toothbrush. So you take the old head off, 
And then you use the old head to clean yes. like the hinge or whatever yep. you'd call that, yep. the, the connection point. Yeah. And it feels so good. Yeah. And then you pop the new one on and you're like, ah. And it has, it always has for me has that like like old toothbrushy smell where I'm like, I'm so excited to be getting rid of this. Yeah. And thank you, Quip, for knowing exactly when I need a new toothbrush. Not too early, not too late. Yeah. And they know when you should switch sides of your mouth because the sonic vibrations have a built-in timer. So it tells you it pulses and then you put it on the other side. They have floss now. By the way, if you people aren't flossing, please freaking start. Yeah. Every, a lot of people don't floss, Sarah. Don't act like that. I, I know I shouldn't act like that. But then I think, like, what it, so I, when I have something stuck in my tooth, but I've got to have that floss everywhere. They don't know. And here's what I say. My friend Heather taught me this. Just one time, floss your tooth, take a sniff at what comes out. Yes, that's, what I'm, that's the same smell. Yep. That's what I'm saying. It's the and worst. And it's been in oh. your mouth. You're disgusting. Sm- oh. <laughs> Dude. Anyway, Quip's great because Make it looks better. great. It mounts to your mirror. It looks super chic. And if you go to getquip.com slash brain candy right now, you'll get your first refill free. It's your first refill free at getquip.com slash brain candy. G-E-T-Q-U-I-P dot com slash brain candy. Quip, the good habits company. You want them to have good habits, don't yes. you? Yes. Losers. Yes. I shouldn't call them losers. Oh my gosh. That's so rude. Just All right. Anyway, I didn't mean to interrupt. Now they're informed. Now they're informed. Yes. What so, were we talking about? I don't even remember. Oh, P. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? I wonder if she's okay now. You think she's like fine yeah. with it now that they know? I feel like maybe she needs a liver transplant. Well, yeah. I mean, I feel like if you're already at cirrhosis That's point, awful. That, she's that being she would, punished for something. Yeah, that's, that's the worst. Where Could you imagine if you went in there and you're like, I'm telling you, I don't drink like i don't drink well, you know like how that. like doctors are often accused of not believing patients yeah but i believe that it's because so many people must lie yeah so if you're lying to doctors you i'm mad at you yeah. because you're making it harder for all of us who are telling the truth in there i really yeah i just go back i feel like doctors oh sometimes they just judge one look and they're like Mm, yeah, I mean, that's is, human. I know. So it's, it's not even doctors. It's just like a, the yeah, human condition. Yeah. And I would feel like that too if 90 people came in lying to me mm-hmm. and then like 10 people were telling truth. Yeah. I always get a hard time, like just a vibe from my pharmacy when I go pick up my medication for ADHD. And for real? For, oh, Every time, and I feel like I have to justify it, and I always feel like I if have to. If you need to. a witness, like a character witness, <laughs> I will testify. You need that well, stuff. No shit. And I even, and then I feel like I have to, to justify it too because there's so much stigma. And I even took a test, like an electronic test that called the TOVA test. Uh-huh. It says in the printout, like it shows my results before, and it's so far in the ADHD range. It's like a joke. And then they do it at a half a dose of the medication, and then I move into like closer to normal range. And then I take the full dose, and I move into normal range. And I, I, I mean, if I didn't have three versions of this test printed out and saw it with my own eyes, I wouldn't have... You should be like Joker when he laminates his condition description yeah. about how yeah, he laughs. That's what I do. Yes. You can give them a little piece of paper that says like... Here are my Tova results. I have a condition. Yes. Because <laughs> I do... Because there are so many, you know... And it was funny. Susie the other day was like, you know, I read this thing and it talked about one of the symptoms of ADHD or, is biting your nails. And you and Adam do it. Like, not just biting your nails like the, whole the tips. 
like totally ruining psychomotor agitation and your nail beds. Yes, just picking at them too. It's that's what it's, you're, I don't know what that is though. It's like it's it's recognizing something in our environment that we need to fix or work on, but not really knowing how to focus on it or what to do. Like I mean, I was thinking about it as I was reading my book and I was like biting my nails. And all it would take is five, and really I do it of like, oh, it's not even. Oh, I'll make it even. And then I just keep making it more even. And that does not work. It just it, makes it worse. Do you think it's a, a version of perfectionism? Kind of a little, maybe a little bit. Maybe for you. For me, it does. And then it's like, if I just stood up and went and got my nail file, then I would be like, fine. And it but would it wouldn't be, taken be as fun, would it? It almost like scratches an itch in a way. Cause, and it's um, only towards the end of the night when the medication wears off, too. I have this scar on my forehead, which you know, if you've watched any of our lives, you've probably seen, and it's where I rub and pick when I'm having the nail biting yeah, moment. Yeah. And, um, recently it had gotten better cause I wasn't doing it and it was almost invisible. Yeah. I can't even see it now though. Right. Yeah. Cause it's been okay. Cause we were in New York and I was like distracted. occupied. Oh, same thing happens with my nails when yeah. I go camping or and something. And then they improve. Yes. But then I was like a little sad because mm-hmm. I was like, what am I going to do? It's oh, like a it's friend. Gone. This is like what they say with people who are schizophrenic and they give them medication to take <laughs> away. No, not like in the same way, but hear me out. That when they give a medication to that gets rid of the voices, yeah. they're sad and lonely because that voice was the only thing it's that brought just, them comfort. Yes, because... So like, don't get rid of that thing because it's the only thing that brings me comfort. Because <laughs> there is a part of you that that is comforted by doing that. Correct. That's exactly what it's designed for. It's yeah, self-soothing. it's self-soothing. So then you worry... Uh, what will I do? You have to replace it. Yeah. And then I, t- I was like, oh, and then that's then that's when I ate all that sugary. I had ice cream for breakfast and chocolate for dinner. Like, <laughs> no, that don't was, have I shame about a wrong, birthday. The wrong thing. Oh, for peace. No, no, I'm just saying like that night I was like, oh, I'll just eat whatever's in my fridge. And it was only delicious sweet stuff. So I ate it all. <laughs> and I should have just bit my fingernails. Can you believe worse. how human we are? No joke. We keep being oh, human, my gosh. Sarah. I have a really funny human story. That couldn't have happened at a worse time. Okay. But so Ren and I are moving. We're moving to this new apartment. Everything that could go wrong did go wrong with moving, as moving often does. Yeah. So now we're like three nights into the living there. We've un- we've worked really hard in unpacking all the boxes. We have almost every box unpacked, mm-hmm. and they've all been broken down. Which, by the way, just I w- we woke up the next day and I'm like. My hands hurt. Mm-hmm. Why do my hands hurt? It feels almost like when you eat too much sodium and your fingers are like puffy. Yeah. Like, I'm like, my hands feel like raw. And I'm just like, that's from opening up and closing boxes and ripping the, and they're just swole. Like, this is that swole I can feeling. see that because you go crazy. I remember when we used to ship like our merch directly from <sighs> here. Oh yeah, I go nuts. And you really get in the zone. And so does Ren. And both of us, were, our hands were like throbbing like you know in a cartoon when it's like red and like throbbing like <laughs> yeah. that's what our hands looked like oh my god and it was god. just from ripping all that stuff open so we've sent and we've got all the boxes open we lay them all down on this like a, a dolly we have to move everything and it's probably seven thirty, eight o'clock at night we go move it into the because we live in a big apartment complex so it's almost like hotel where there's like a hall and everything we move this dolly out and Ren's like, I'm going to go drop it off at recycling. I'm holding the door open. Then I scoot the dolly up and the door shuts behind me. Okay. Our keys are inside. No. There is no, the office is closed. No. We have no way of getting back in. 
Okay. The only thing I have is my Apple Watch that I turn the cellular on. So, like, we are like, what do we do? We don't know. We have no phones. We have no way to get back in. We can't even call the office. We don't even know the number. We have nothing. And I, so I, I go, I wait for somebody. There's like somebody who walks through the front door. So I like sneak in after them and I won't well, like tell them when they hold the door open. I don't like sneak <laughs> into my own apartment. And, uh, uh, so I go to the lobby and I look, there's like a general number on the window of like, one at least call this. So I call that and they, then it's like after hours of so like, if you have an after hours lockout, call this number. So then I, I listen to that and then the phone dies and it, get, it cuts off the last two numbers. I'm not even kidding. So then finally we're able to like get, listen, like listen to the recording again, get the last two numbers. And it's one of those where that you have to wait 10 minutes in the recording where it's like, yeah, our with, hours yeah, are even, even worse. With ocean air and LA breezes, you get the most of living in these da 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 da. I'm like, I have to listen to the 15 minute commercial. It's like they're selling me a timeshare. And just to get, I was like, for real, it says that. It's like that. And, uh, And I was like, oh my fucking God. And so then we called that number. The locksmith was like, oh, it'll be. $140 if we just have to prop, like open it or 200 if we have to drill it, which they definitely would have to do. And Ren and I, we just like hemorrhaged money for the move and everything like this. And we're like, there's got to be another way. So Ren's like, I'm, we're, we're getting in. Our balcony, we have a balcony. The balcony's open. I'm no. climbing the wall. I'm climbing oh, the wall. Well, that was lucky it was open. I'm like, we th- think it's open. We're like pretty <laughs> sure it's open. Oh, God. And Ren's like, I got to go to the neighbor. I got to go to the neighbor and I got to ask him if I can climb out their window and climb over the balcony. And no, I'm like, this we is live so in great. Los I'm Angeles. I'm so happy right now. I know. The idea of knocking on my, first of all, would you like to knock on your next door neighbor's door for anything like, at any, any time? No. Yeah, no. Right. Uh, we go over there and knock on the door. It's like 7 30, 8 o'clock at night. We're dressed in like sweats because we've been moving course, all day. Of course, yeah. Ren knocks on the door and I'm like standing right. He answers the door. It's just like a young guy at, at nighttime. Answer Like we knock on the door, nobody answers. We wait like five minutes or so. He's like, I'm going to try again. Knocks on the door. A woman comes to the door in a towel. She has gotten out of the shower and Ren's like, Hi. So we're Hi, your neighbors. new neighbors. And um we and I'm thinking this is LA. There's no chance she's gonna let this guy into her apartment. You? At not really. I would. I mean I would if I once I hear the whole thing. But at first, if I'm in a towel, I would have been like, What's this? Shout out to Diane, <laughs> who is my new bestie. Diane's the opposite of Linda. Opposite of Linda. Diane. Diane is all if she's a Diane, like, let me tell you, this woman was, is my new best friend. She, we like, Ren is explaining the situation. He's like, okay, so we got locked out and we called the number and it's going to be, and she was like, oh, we are getting you back into that apartment. And she says it just like that. And Ren's like, oh my God, thank you. And I run over and I'm like, uh, hi, nice to meet you. We're your neighbors. You know, like thinking like, oh I'm like, God. he needs backup because like, even yeah. before she said that, I'm like. Mm-hmm. I need to like show. I'm like, I promise Stop we're like, blow. it's like a real thing. And then she was, she could not have been nicer. That's She's nice. like, and Ren's like, do you like maybe want to put on a robe or like get dressed or like, because That's I know I, I, I've interrupted you at this hard time. And she's like, oh my gosh, yes, real quick. And so she like goes in and she comes out. She's like, I, I, for a second I thought, oh my God, maybe I should straighten up. But 
you don't care. I'm like, we oh don't my God. care. She was so nice. And she was like, yep, let's go. We're, now we're Diane's going to be our friend. Oh, she is the fucking coolest, the best, probably like mid fifties telling us how she's like lived in the apartment for a long time. And then this one was available. And so she's like, be a Diane, everyone. Be a Diane. Be a Diane. She's like, we're getting you into that apartment. Let's do it. We have the one apartment in the entire complex that you could have done this from. Oh. Because we're on the second floor. We live right above a restaurant. The restaurant had a neon sign that Ren was able to climb over the balcony and step on so that he can go and like shimmy the way down. If we had oh been on God. any other floor or in, in on any, in any Wasn't other apartment, scared? I was terrified because when he said this, I'm like, you're not doing that. Could you imagine you fall to your death? And well, this is even just like, if you see arrested, a, a man of color yes. climbing a balcony, you're going to, you're like, going to be profiled. Yes. And I'm like terrified here. And he's <gasps> like, no, we're going to do it. Climbs it, gets over. Thank God. The door was open to the balcony. We got in. It was like, I can't believe that this happened to after all that moving. Of course we lock we lock ourselves out. Of course we do. This is this seems like right in line with what should happen. We're exhausted. Our fingers are swollen. <clears throat> you know what goes great in apartments though, Sarah? What? Joybird. It sure does. And I currently mine is sitting right in the living room. That's so good. It's great. It's per you know what I love about them? Apartment sofas. Yeah. They have them sized. Right, because mm-hmm. it is such a hassle. A lot of hassle. people have small living spaces now too. Tons. Yeah, you can get a amazing, even a sectional. Yeah, that's the right size, and that is a hard thing to find, it especially is. at a good price. And it, and you always wonder, like, is this really high quality? Oh, it is. And you don't have to worry because this stuff is so great. They have fifty fabric and leather options, three shades of wood. Like 250 unique silhouettes, like so all different, as you're yes. saying, like all different sizes and shapes, like whatever size you're living in, they have it. They have um, kid and pet friendly upholstery options, yes. which I love. They even have financing options, which is great because, you know, getting yeah. new furniture is Ugh. a real decision real. and you have to think about it. And sometimes, you know, it's an expense that maybe you didn't budget for. So they have financing as well. And it's quality handcrafted stuff. 365-day home trial. Skip the furniture store. Bring the show, showroom home to you. Um, and then create furniture that matches your own fearless style at joybird.com slash braincandy. See how Joybird can help you make your dream space a reality today at joybird.com slash braincandy. Go to joybird.com slash braincandy and receive an exclusive offer for 25% off your first order by using code braincandy. You guys have seen it all over my feed, so you know it's really cute. Blah blah blue. I love it. Yeah, yes. I'm glad you guys that worked out. Oh my gosh! And three cheers for Diane. Yes, for mm-hmm. real. And I was just like, you were so neighborly. And then I watched like two days later. So I watched the the movie "Won't You Be My Neighbor" or whatever the the one with. Yeah. And they sang that song, and I was like, this is I got a good neighbor in yeah. LA, That's which like lucky. is so she could have been like. Any, anybody else who was like, well, here, you can use my phone. But the fact that she let us climb the balcony at 8 o'clock at she, night or whatever. Did she find it funny at all? Or yes, was she just like... The best. <laughs> she was so... And That's then like we walk in, she's got like cool lights. Like she's got like purple lights in her house. And wow. Ren and I just got the um, like Alexa lights that change color and everything. So we've yeah. been on like a light kick. Mm-hmm. And she was like, oh... And Ren's like, oh, I love your lighting. And she's like, it's changed my life. And then our light showed up the next day. And I was like, Diane was right. This lighting does change your life. <laughs> Diane 
Diane was. I great. was like, no, Diane's like my go-to. Yeah. For like, I'm like, what would Diane do? It's like it's the, it really is the opposite of Linda. I'm like, she would let somebody in her house. She would, she would save the day. She would, she be, would so be fine. With Diane's it. getting an orchid and a Profanity. nice little letter. Oh, that's be, so oh, sweet. she would be totally fine with it. And and then Ren and I look at each other. We're like. Are we lucky or what that we have the most down ass neighbor next to yeah, us? Yeah, because you freaking never know. We got the coolest neighbor. Wow. Yeah. See, it's it was the, the opposite best. of Honeyland. This is what I'm telling you. you guys. Got to see that film about the beekeeper who like those hooligans <gasps> move in. Yeah. Oh, it's like totally ruin the everything because a bad neighbor can ruin your life. It, w- it would be. Could you imagine that that neighbor could complain for a million reasons? It mm-hmm. could make it difficult mm-hmm. if they just didn't like who we but were. Instead, you got Diane. I got Diane. It was so great. And in this moment, that was. <laughs> So stressful and could have been so like annoying and difficult and all she that stuff. Levity. Yes, and it was like a great story and funny and made us meet our neighbor. And have we, you seen I Diane like her. since? Um, no, I think what, I was thinking this today. I must have very different schedules with like everybody in my building because it's I never see anybody. That's ideal. Yeah. Except Diane. Except, like, well, that one. We yeah, want, no, I want to see her. Like, we want to. Yes, yeah, yes, yeah. I want to see her. But like, I, I haven't really. At about six thirty or seven o'clock at night, it's really busy with dogs being walked and, and going to the bathroom. <laughs> but besides that, my ex-husband used to always say his idea of a really good neighbor was just someone who could identify his dead body, <laughs> like. You don't know anything else about it. Oh, that's him. Yeah. It looks like him. Yeah, it looks like him. Right. Because, but when I was preparing for coronavirus, it was saying <laughs> like, so you should get to know your neighbors. Because yeah. it was talking about that thing you say about the earthquake and how yeah. when there is a disaster. You're, it's going to become a community. You got to make friends because this everybody's going to be in the same boat. Yep. This is very important. You yeah. have to, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Well, or establish authority and make yourself the leader. Okay, maybe that's what I'll do. Because at this two. point, you have I'm all in... the material, like all the supplies. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm so, the only one with yeah. the mask. So yeah, there you go. Now you have, you have power. Right. Yes. So okay, maybe I'll be like the head of. But this speaking whole... of emergency things, I was even. I don't know what we were talking about the last episode where I was going to share this with you about things like we're not concerned about, but maybe we should be. Okay. So Uh-oh. remember I when you make were a in, list. right? Remember when you were in Hawaii and the the title the tidal wave thing or. or Tsunami, tsunami, alert. tsunami alert went off. Yeah. And they were like, oh, it's just a test, but like nobody moved. So a few days ago, we're in our apartment. It's Sunday. All the fire alarms start going off. And we have a fire alarm where it's like a sprinkler system and it's like not just in our apartment, like the fire alarms for the whole building goes off. But not the sprinklers. Not the sprinklers. Thank fucking God. Thank God. Mm-hmm. The fire alarms are going off and... I look like after about two minutes, I look at Rand and I'm like, should we be doing something like this is a, this is lasted. This is not just like what's going on here. He's like, no, nah, I've lived. I lived in New York. I lived in an apartment like a in student housing like this happens all the time where like a fire alarm goes off. No big deal. Whatever. It kept going off, kept going off, kept going off. I walk outside. Nobody is out there. I don't see a soul. It's like, do I even there's like. That's Over odd. a thousand. Why is nobody coming out? This isn't like the, this is at like five, four, five o'clock in the evening. So people should definitely be home. Nobody comes out. About mm, six hours later, like we've kind of forgotten about it. And like they go on periodically for like the next, maybe like two hours, every 10 minutes or so. There's like another alarm goes off. Then we look outside, fire trucks. 
and I, in my mind, I'm like, okay, well, you know, fire they trucks probably like, mm-hmm. like somebody pulled the fire alarm. They pull up, no big deal. A few hours later, we will walk out, and I'm like, it smells like melted plastic. No, there was a full blown fire in the mechanic shop. Like, there's like a bike maintenance shop on in at our complex that is one floor below me. No. And they had shut off all of the fire door, like their fire doors. I learned a whole bunch of stuff about my apartment complex. Well, like in a fire, there are these big, huge fire doors that get shut. So there was like a door before like getting into the elevator. Why would they be shut during a fire? Because they're to prevent the fire from spreading. Oh, right. Well, so that's like, nice, yeah, then. I thought so too. But <laughs> I, I it so wasn't too. until eight hours or so after, maybe even the next day where like we learned that there was an actual fire. Yeah. And I was like, that seems like not enough. Like, I mean, I understand that we weren't affected by this and it didn't yeah, but like, now come you close, know. but this is important information that that was, there was a fire. We should be like, we should not just be cool and stay in the apartment. I, I guess know. we were fine, but like Ren's explanation and like my, my instinct was to be like, Oh, it's probably an accident. It wasn't an accident. It was an actual fire. And I wonder of like how long would I have been like it's just it's just fine if those because we're sh- like one door sh- to our we're like right by the fire escape so one door is shut there and then there's another door right before the elevator and another fire door is shut there and they like they open and everything but if there were an actual fire that then blocked off those two doors we would go to that door put our hand on it and be like we're fucked and we would maybe escape through Diane's balcony but <laughs> down to the street <laughs> Diane. but. I was just like, this reminds me of Susie in, in Hawaii and that tsunami. And this is very scary. Yeah. Nobody well, moved. Okay. Not to make everything about coronavirus. But you can. But everything is. Yeah. is this is that- my new favorite. This is my new favorite. <laughs> this is like, Susie either care. You know how they told their, that listener said, you could sum me up by caring about things I learned on this show explained and me wanting a shot of the chore chart. Yours are coronavirus and the royal family. <laughs> Susie cares about so pandemics sick. and the royal family. And that is it. <laughs> well, okay, that's true. But I also care about clear skin. Th- that's for sure. Because and, no, every member yeah. of the royal family needs to know that you need to be camera ready at all times. <laughs> and that's why I use BioClarity. Yes. And I have used it for years, as Same. you know. I can't, I'll never drop it. Never, never ever. ever. It's the best. It's the best. That's it. The end. <laughs> It's a three-step face wash system, especially if you have problem skin like me, you're going to want to use it because you want that clear skin routine going on. It prevents breakouts. I can't emphasize this enough. It has been a miracle for me. So try it and see if it works for you. It's very soothing. It prevents breakouts. Sarah uses it on her bum even. I do. Which is really yep, cool. salicylic acid right there, number two. Yeah, and it does the job. But yep. my favorite thing about it is that unlike the competitors, it's affordable. Oh, so affordable. Because usually they charge you a million bu- yeah. bucks because yeah. they, you know, They're like, can. oh, it works? Okay, yeah. they charge you a million it, times more. you really would pay that to have I clear would. skin. Yep. But you so can great. get healthier and have more radiant skin today at BioClarity.com. You'll get 15% off everything on the site when you use code BRAINCANDY at checkout. That's BioClarity.com. And don't forget to use promo code BRAINCANDY at checkout for 15% off. Okay. So what I was going to say is that um, for starters, the 
I always think back to 9 11. Mm-hmm. And when the first plane hit, oh, yeah. and all those people are in there, and <sighs> they were told to just stay put, to stay put by the speakers. They, that Don't person that. said, <gasps> oh. just stay where you are. Don't no. panic. Oh, and I God. get why they do it. But those people should have been running down yes. those steps. Yep. But how were they Fuck. to know? And I would have died because I would have listened. I know. I would have died. And I would have died too. And now I'm buying masks because I'm not falling for that. Like, oh, it's fine. Everybody stay calm. No, I'm not staying calm. Yeah. You're out of your mind. Wait, but what were you just talking about? Oh, the alarms to listen to. Yeah. yeah. And I just feel like maybe we ought to. Because Adam, as you know... When he lived right, in Thailand, right, <gasps> was in a nightclub that had one of those oh, pyrotechnic fires. Yes. And he always talks about how he was right by the stage, right where it happened. And he had a drink in his hand and the pyrotechnics went up and everything sort of went crazy. And it was like, whoa, that was not supposed to happen. That's oh, weird. Oh my God. But like nobody really knows. Like, is this part of the show? Right. Is this something to be nervous about? And then it became clear that it was a thing. Yeah. So he started like, he was still holding his drink. He oh always talks God. about that. It was whiskey. And he was like walking. And then all hell broke loose and everyone started panicking. And he, in Asia, Adam's like a giant. Yeah. And so he was knocked to the floor and people started stepping on him. This is a nightmare. And he says that it taught him a lot about life because in that moment he was like, oh, it's every man for himself. It he is. was trying to get everyone to stay calm. He was like, everybody, let's of go. Of course, and Adam's. Yeah, yeah. But nobody else is going for it. No. So he was like, well, I guess we're every all. Every man for himself. Yeah. <gasps> and so now he uses that analogy a lot when we're going through shit because he's like, we have to just remember, you know, we're in this together and we yeah. can't rely on other people. We you have can't. to go with your gut and all that. Because they're also going to step over you on the way to the exit. So now this has that... become my doomsday brain Dude. candy. Like series, <laughs> but it's it's you know in thinking about that about like Adam's reaction and then mm-hmm. thinking about how Ren, which is totally understandable because his his reaction was I've lived in apartments before this goes off well, all totally. the time so I think of like it's like the boy who cried wolf thing where your experience has been oh it's nothing it's nothing it's nothing until it's something and then that's well the then part it's too that, late I know uh, and everything was fine in the end but like. We smell, and then I just see the poor like maintenance guys just going back and forth with like, there was definitely work to be done, and I think it was like the firefighters put it out with that foam stuff, and mm. then they have, like firefighters put it out, but they don't clean it up. Oh, it was all just sitting there. It was like who cleans it up? I think the maintenance people because they they seemed like the people who set the fire. <laughs> I don't, who knows? But I passed the same guy when. Like, right when it happened, and he told us, oh, yeah, there was a fire in the mechanic room and blah, 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 blah. And then I saw him, like, three days later, and he gave me this look that was like, I'm tired. Like, oh, I'm still going. You know, because I, like, you know, Ren and I, like, chatted with him for a bit. So he gave me this look like, it ain't done yet. Oh, man. Yeah. Meanwhile, you were just sitting in your apartment thinking about Diane. Me too. Yes. Yes. That is exa- and I was just like... I gotta. Do you think Diane's single or? Yeah, I think so. Oh, yeah. Wonder if she's ready to mingle. I think so. I don't know. What if? Oh my god. What if I become like her? Like now, I'm like on the mission. I'm like set Diane up. I was like, oh, I wonder if she'd be friends with my aunt. That'd be nice. (laughs) Set him up on a little friend date. Well, I'm glad you're okay. That could have been terrible. Yeah, we got into our apartment. Nothing burned down. However, tried to cook out of the stove. Just cook some wings like we do. 
put it at 400, full-blown flames coming out of there. So something's wrong with our stove. We're, Why did you we bury set the off, lead? We set off our own smoke. You didn't. Yes! Oh, I don't even realize that it's the punchline and that it's part of the joke of like and, and the story until I say it out loud. And I'm like, no wonder. No wonder. And then Ren a while back told me, he's like, you know, people have always told me like my life is like a movie. And I was like, uh-oh. Because <laughs> Susie always tells me on the show, we can be friends for 10 years. And she finds out things and she's like, what is that? <laughs> so I'm so like, true. now the two of us together? Yeah. No wonder we get locked out. And we like, even when it happened, Ren and I were able to look at each other and be like... Yeah, this makes sense it's for us. It's about right. This is about right for us because oh both of us God. are going to go home with a story and both of us have friend groups that go, how does this happen to you? Yeah. So the two of us, this mm-hmm. is, we're, go, I'm strap in. I'm going to have I got, I got material for epi- up to episode 500 with the next. Calamity. For sure. Calamity candy, we'll call yes. it. Yes, <laughs> it'll be like that. So, oh my God. But thank God it all worked out and like we're kind of like coming down from all that. Oh my God. <sighs> Your Anywho. life's crazy. Yeah, it is. But I have something that's even crazier to t- share with you. I doubt that. I, I think you will think this is. Because okay. it's like our episode 400 and like what's like one of our favorite topics on here? Poop. Yep. Yeah. I mean, I already <laughs> told a pee story. But this one. <laughs> Blew my mind. I can't even believe it. But now that I know mm-hmm, it, mm-hmm. I can't unknow it. And I okay. see evidence of it all the time. What is it? Dogs defecate in accordance with Earth's magnetic field. What do you mean? I mean that if you've ever taken a dog out to go to the bathroom, mm-hmm. when they're going number two, they will often reposition themselves. Like they'll walk and they look like they're doing a little circle. And yeah. sometimes they'll change angles. The angle in which they choose to defecate aligns with the magnetic fields of the earth. They always do it at a uh, 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 north-south axis. What do you mean? And why? Like you can get out a compass and I can tell you what what direction is north based on how Bo goes to the bathroom. I'd be like, yeah, north is over there. For real though? Yep. So it were they. It, this has been published. It says for years, scientists have known that several species spontaneously align their bodies with Earth's magnetic field when they engage in certain behaviors. Uh, so we know that this does happen. But the, a team of scientists from Germany and the Czech Republic came together and they studied 37 breeds over two years. Hmm. And this is hilarious. 1,893 defecations and 5,582 <laughs> urinations later, the team yeah. reached one incredible finding. Dogs preferred to excrete with the, the body with being aligned on the north-south axis. What? Why would that be heck? true? Evolutionarily speaking, figure that out. I don't know. They don't, why I would don't the, know. Why would that matter? I have no idea. And it's not, and this was one where it's like, the, there's, I think, you know, when they first released the study, there's almost like journals, like this is from The Guardian. The Guardian has like the, this is what we just found out. But there's no additional information of like, because it's just, it's got to be like brand new. Yeah. Where they're like, oh, let's explore that even deeper. But and they, I'd love to know their intention, why this was important enough to That's a really good study. It says the results, dogs join cattle, deer, red deer, hunting red foxes, red foxes, coyotes, and gray wolves as yet another mammal to have a mechanism of magnetoreception. So all those animals, although their altered behavior was only evident under calm conditions, it's still a breakthrough in demonstrating measurable, predictable changes in dog behaviors in response to the Earth's magnetic field. 
And before you go pointing any fingers, this isn't made up, and you can see some of their findings for yourself here. So I'll post that. I can. Because when, when I just saw the headline, and I was like, that's not a thing. Right. And then I clicked on it, and I'm like, that is a thing. And that is absolutely true. I couldn't even believe it. Do you think it's 100% of the time? No, they said that it only works when the dog is experiencing calm conditions. Oh. <sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Which brings me to yet another uh, uh, thing that has recently been released. However, not sure about the scientific findings behind this. Spotify has now released a whole bunch of playlists for dogs. Why? I know. Why? Yeah, Why? You're supposed to know. No, I don't. And neither does Spotify, <laughs> I think. So it was just a gimmick. So the other day when I was leaving my apartment <laughs> and you know, we have Alexa and Alexa's on, she's like playing music and everything. And, you know, we're leaving and I'm like, Oh, do you wanna like stop? Like tell I was telling Ren, like, should we tell her to stop? And he's like, Oh yeah, Alexa, stop. And then I was like, Oh, I wonder if Bo gets lonely with with El- us there. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Mm-hmm. So I'm listening to an episode of Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me, and they say new information's come out like your new you know whatever released from spotify that now they have playlists for dogs and i was like what the hell so of course i had to go listen to it it's very calming and very relaxing and i do not know but i if this is just me and like it calmed me down and then my vibes then called but it seemed to work but it's like let's say you were going to leave that on while you left yeah then there's nobody listening for the commercials. So how is this generating revenue for them? You know what I mean? Like, well, our- I have the upgraded account to where you don't have commercials. <laughs> but like in their business model, yes. how is this? I would imagine that it's it's like people like to feel like their animals are taken care of, and that yeah. somebody. So like, I like Spotify more. Like in their mind, maybe I will be a more dedicated Spotify. Like, I don't know member or whatever mm-hmm. you call it mm-hmm. um if uh i feel like they're catering their music to me but also to my dog and so i listened to i, I was like i gotta check this out did you know any of the songs no or was it and all they're all ambient they're all like the ambient they're all at a specific hertz so i feel like the science has been done because the titles of the songs there would be like 100 hertz. or 741 hertz like relaxation songs, which, you know, I was thinking to the episode where we talked about the most relaxing song ever yeah, and how we know that specific sounds do make us feel more relaxed. So maybe they studied this with the dogs and these are the ones that work. And I played it in the car with Bo and she did seem very calm. That's nice. However, mm-hmm. every single song ends abruptly. And oh. I was like, apparently dogs don't care about transitions. Well, because- like, what if it made Bo start pooping or peeing at like the south different axis east axis right it is the whole magnetic field thing to go back to that it really is crazy to me because then you look like i watch a a documentary on the pyramids of egypt Mm -hmm. and i shouldn't say pyramids the tombs of egypt because they're different things okay pyramids and tombs and most people it wasn't about pyramids they're i mean in the general sense yes but like pyramids the way that we think of them 
we always think that there's like King Tut buried inside, yeah. but nobody has ever been buried inside of a pyramid. Mm-hmm. Those were used for something else that we are just aren't aware of. They're thinking it's like energy or something like that. But people are buried in these tombs that mm-hmm. have more of like a step, um, mm-hmm. like stairs. Yeah, kind of, they're not those perfectly smooth, flat yeah. pyramids. Mm-hmm. But the pyramids themselves, the yeah. smooth ones, the ones that we all know of, are aligned with the Earth's magnetic fields, like. Very precisely. How the hell did they know, I know everything? But then again, my dog shits in line with that. So there's some information that they were able to tap into. That it's like those. I kind believe of things, it. I'm just mad about it. Right. Mm-hmm. It's crazy to me the things that are affected by. Although I will say, yeah. like when you have nothing but time, <laughs> you do come up with ideas. Mm. You know, they Good didn't. Point. Have... They didn't have to post on Instagram, so they were like. You know what? What do you guys want to do? Yeah. Let's figure out the meaning of life and... God, we need more of that. How everything works. I'm astounded at their productivity right. and um, success. There's the one thing I can never really like let go of. So I watched a documentary. I think it was called like the, the Pyramid Code. I'm pretty sure. But in it, they talk about one unexplainable piece of like archaeolo- archaeological findings yeah that's a round piece of stone that's perf- that's been cut like laser cut mm-hmm. that could not have been made by a human that is they can't imagine a human tool that would mm-hmm. be this like precise precise yeah and so we, it's just question mark. Yeah, because like they said in it, if you were to take, I think it's like a marble or something like that, and blow it up to be the size of the Earth, the craters. I in saw it, that. Yes. What the hell did what I is see? That? The craters in it would be so big it would fill an ocean. Yes. Like, but it feels perfectly smooth to us. Yes. What I saw the same thing. It was definitely on Netflix. I'm sure it was like explained. Yeah, <laughs> I probably. What if that? That's probably it. I watched the same so, thing, and I was like, dude. So this thing is like. If you magnified something that yes. seems smooth, yes. it wouldn't be smooth. at a certain level of right. um, magnification. Yes. But you're telling me... That this thing is like machine made flat. So how do you... What do you I got? don't know. Just I, come up with something, Sarah. We I'm, have a show to make. <laughs> I mean, my instinct is aliens, but you know... Your instinct <laughs> yes. is aliens. Yep. I'm writing that down. That's my... my or, or some... How else? I don't know. I just can't explain it. Uh, my go-to is always alien. Please, my mother that is, not is my going go-to. to the YouTube. YouTube, <laughs> not YouTube, but maybe the same audience. Maybe there's a Venn diagram with some overlap. The UFO convention. I was going to say YouTube convention. No, <laughs> di- very different. The UFO convention. She hasn't gone yet, but uh, maybe I'll ask her because I don't know those like ancient alien. Why is that your like, go-to though? Because mine would be like, oh, they had what? some. Uh, special tool or knowledge that they knew yeah, how to like, do how it. Yeah, but like, how they get that? You think aliens? No, I just feel like, oh, I don't know. Like the aliens told them? Or the aliens did it? I don't, like, you're laughing at me like I don't I'm not know. I'm laughing. I'm- but then I go back to, like, my favorite scientist, like Michio Keku, who, like, come, has, well, I'm not laughing at actually you. She says no civilization has ever visited us because there's no point in coming here because it would be like us going and visiting an anthill. We'd be like, we don't care about what you're doing. We're doing bigger things. Well, that's what I said one time on the show, how if, so we are 1% or less- yes. More sophisticated than gorillas. Yes. Oh, yeah. And Barely. we look at them like, oh boy. Yeah. And that even if an alien 
were to be one percent more advanced than we are, that we would be like the the apes. Yes. And so I don't know that yeah. they wouldn't come because of that. Be like, I mean, so guys. we are an anthill. I'd still want to see it if it was the first one I ever saw. That is true. But if but we maybe are or like maybe there's no Stop judging us, Ailey. <laughs> That's so rude. Oh, God. I have been thinking a lot about UFOs, like that, not UFOs, but more like this, like where we are in our cosmic evolution, yeah, so to speak. So I was reading something recently that talked about how um, in Idaho, they were successfully, scientists were successfully able to make snow by shooting clouds with silver like a silver ion, a silver something in the clouds because they're trying to like change the weather. Like we're experiencing drought, we're experiencing this, maybe we can yeah, change the weather. Yeah, we're running out of ideas here. And like forever ago, like 10 years ago, my brother in like all of his conspiracy theory ways was like, they're controlling our weather. It's called this, this, this. It's like a real thing that's happening. And now I'm seeing articles that are like blatantly saying like, oh yes, we're trying to control our weather. And then it says, pilots have done this in the past to break up hailstorms, And then- my brother said that the, like, um, um, and this is only like conspiracy theory because, but then we start, these things come out and it's like, wait, that kind of makes sense. Um, what are they called? Those, the lines in the sky that people were like. Trails, chemtrails. Chemtrails that could have been these ionized, this silver, like trying to change the weather <laughs> of things like that. We've hit rock bottom. No, I love no, it. but I'm like I'm happy. I, I like it. Just, it. it. What it did is is this was an actual scientific publication that came out about them controlling the snow in Idaho that then made me think because we know that this really happened. That's I a real thing. I literally cannot do anything without you thinking I'm judging you. Oh my god! Like it I says, breathe, and you're like seriously, Suze. Because it does sound because and maybe what that is is like my own skepticism. Projecting, yeah. Yes, where I'm like Sarah. But this is a, a article. Researchers seed clouds to artificially bring on the snow in Idaho. It says snow was created by scientists firing a series of flares from an art, from an aircraft to inject silver iodine particles hmm. into a natural cloud floating by, floating by. The experiment called Snowy, which stands for Seeds and Natural or Orographic Wintertime Clouds. They're super excited about that. For acronym, sure. By the way, they are. They were like. Let's we call have it to make snowy it. and course, then make it work. That's exactly what they, they worked backwards. That was a B to A <laughs> yes, situation that yes. happened. So University of Colorado Boulder. So it's in my brother's backyard. This is where he goes. Mm. I think your brother's and, behind us. I mean, I wouldn't put it past him because <laughs> he would have that kind of like not tell Let's me. Let's do it. Yeah. And, and they call it south, uh, uh, cloud seeding. But the thing that is making people kind of pause is that what's like the cost benefit analysis? Yes, it does, you know, improve weather conditions where you can get snow or rain or help with that. But there have been studies that have shown that these this silver iodine or whatever is detrimental to humans. I'm sure. So then I think about chem like yeah, because they no have to way inject it. Yeah. Come on. This seems like a hop, skip, and a jump to this is what you know, chemtrails mm-hmm. are. And then that took me down the rabbit hole of like <laughs> thinking about Michio Keku, that scientist who talked about the different stages of like an evolution of a species and how like a like we're a type one civilization that's a that like there are different like stages like in the first stage of uh, uh a civilization's technological advancement they are called a planetary civilization and they can use and store all of the energy available in a planet 
Then there's a type two civilization that's called a stellar civilization that can use and control energy at the scale of its stellar system. And then type three, that's called a galactic civilization that control energy at the scale of its entire host galaxy. I love so, that like, people can watch you like fall apart. Th- oh my <laughs> God. This has been, this is, I'm not coming up with this. This is like our, our, our most like, like revered scientists in the name of astrophysics are are using the same scale and saying sure for the reason so for the reason that we wouldn't in this is Michio Keiko the scientist who argues the reason why we wouldn't be visited by extraterrestrials and aliens is because we're a type 1 and they're a type 3 oh and they're like why would they come they don't care about yeah. us we have no information to give them Mm-hmm. It's like me to, going to like wheeling. Yeah. Why, West why, Virginia. why? Yes. Why would you go? You have nothing to give me there. Which, by the way, I have nothing against wheeling. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, you know, we've been places yes. that are better. So, mm-hmm. but this is kind of like fits in line with us, us, like becoming as advanced as we can in this type one that says you'd be able to harness the power of your own planet, and we kind of are starting to do that. Mm-hmm. So. There you go. There's the radical. So stop judging everybody. Forget it. Sarah has the answers about UFOs. Mm -hmm. I was just thinking how we, in religion, we need the equivalent of the term UFO because I think it's so helpful that it just means unidentified. And I want that because someone was asking me, actually it was um, Bridget Marcourt who has the ghost magnet podcast and she was on girls next door yeah was with hef on that show and um she was asking me about growing up in the pentecostal church and how people speak in tongues and she was like what do you think of that and i'm like hey if people say it's true how how will i can't say it's not right yeah that's real to them involved of you and it's kind of like that with this stuff where i just wish there was a term they attributed like we just don't know. We don't know what's going on because right. it's supernatural or beyond this worldly, yeah. and because um, then it would not assign it to another category. It would just say we don't know. We don't know. It just it needs unidentified. To be more of everyone being okay with not knowing. Right. This is science. Yeah. The whole point is I'm going to test it and retest it, but it's just a theory, not or a hypothesis, not a theory. Yeah. Even though we joke and say Sarah's got a theory, well, but yeah. we know that scientifically we don't. Gravity, theory, like hypothesis, like theory. We don't know. We don't know. And it's okay to it not know. It is okay. Yeah. And I'm just now. saying, we just don't Anything know Anything else before we go? That's it? I I have so much more to talk about. I'll have to save, save it for it. next time. Oh my gosh, this was good. All right. Bye, guys. See you next time. Look around. You can find cars like these on Auto Trader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader.